Okay, hello, friends. Hello, hello. My name's Abby. And okay, we're doing <laughs> Is this going to be a running? I love that. No, that's kind of funny. <laughs> we could be done. That's it. Uh, my name's Antonio. This is Abby. People are going to get confused, I, I think. That's true. People are going to think your name's Abby. No, my name's Antonio. <laughs> I don't know why I had to pause for a second. <laughs> I've just been telling everyone I'm Abby for years now. Do you like to be called Antonio? I've never really asked, like, would you rather be called Tony? No. <laughs> no. Are that there... felt very wrong when I said that. Yeah. Tony. So a lot of people. So, aunt. No. I mean, aunt is like, whatever. If you say aunt, I'm just like, why? Like, just <laughs> why? Um, but yeah. I prefer Antonio. Like, there are a few people in my life that I allow to call me Tony because there was a period in time when I was working at the climbing gym and the people at the gym or that I was working with were like, can we call you Tony? Cause Antonio is too long. I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. So the people have, that have known me from that era can call me Tony. For example, Kave, who I keep on bringing up, he, uh, he calls me mm, Tony because okay, that's probably why I thought about it. Yeah. And so like, cause you said it once. Yeah. And our friend Anthony, he accidentally calls me Tony sometimes. I'm like, Hey, can you call me Antonio? Um, because I've only known him for a couple of months, like within the year. So people that I introduce myself with, I always say Antonio and I will correct them. But if people that I've known for years, like Kaveh calls me Tony, totally fine. Um, it's very specific. It's a little unique, but yeah. So I appreciate you asking. Yeah. Yeah. So my name's Tony and. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so last time we talked about first dates red flags green flags the whole thing do you want to talk about uh what happens after a good yeah. first date or like after building a friendship or something what happens after like either a situationship or a relationship or yeah so what is like the step or like the process for you to go into a relationship like from first date or like talking to whatever um the steps i feel like it's definitely you spend time together and then eventually it becomes natural for you to want to introduce them to your friends and when you start to introduce the other person to your mm. friends and your not your family yet but it's kind of your family it's like yeah, yeah. your chosen family um so like that's a big deal mm -hmm. and when you start inviting them into those parts of your life and then the, it goes well. I'm okay. like, okay, I feel like I could enter in, into a relationship with this person. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I think I was asking more like what leads you up to that. And also oh. like to, you know, like what are the labels that you put onto it as well? Do you know, do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? I think the beginning is like I'm talking to Mm -hmm. then it's like I'm dating because mm -hmm. I feel like when you're going on dates, that means you're dating. Mm -hmm. um, what counts as dating? Like multi like two dates, three dates, five dates, a week, two weeks, a month? You just threw a lot of numbers at yeah, me. Yeah, I did. Um, I feel like it's at least three dates. Okay. Three dates I think is appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Which could be like a few weeks, maybe like if you're spreading the, the dates out, okay. maybe two, maybe like so more like the dates rather than the time. Okay. Yeah, and if you're consistently talking, texting, and mm -hmm. considering them as mm -hmm. 
someone you want to be around and get to know intentionally making time intentionally for this. Yeah. yeah um but then it's like okay we do we have the talk about exclusivity okay and this is if after? we're monogamous like if i'm in a monogamous mindset yeah but that's after you hang out with friends uh after you introduce your partner to friends i don't know it happens so differently like per person per that's scenario fair. that's fair i feel like thinking about it linearly like this is how it has to go is weird true a very good point uh a very good point i think the thing that i was kind of asking is just like the typical like what do you assume a what a linear progression would be um so all right so dating into like meeting friends into a relationship into like yeah now we're hanging out every weekend and it becomes like what are we doing on the weekend mm-hmm. that's when it feels like a we two become one okay as like a i'm thinking of this person consider yeah Cons- making yeah. them a priority making them a priority that's huge so like let's say so you're dating a guy that already has a partner right like a main partner correct yeah so then say you like go and continue into this dynamic and you keep on dating and say like they don't want to meet your friends and they want to like have this separate dynamic like what's that kind of feeling for you like do you get into a relationship do you just let it be like over friends that we have sex with is it someone that you consider is it that i have to see them every week is it that i have to like see them x amount of times is it that they have to consider me dude there's a lot abby just kind of broke she froze <laughs> just like literally whoa yeah there's a lot <laughs> my eyes glazed over oh, thinking about all of that abby just literally <laughs> zoned out zoned sorry out. do you want me to go through in just smaller chunks i heard all of it i believe it i was freaking out about it i know you were <laughs> sorry that was a little much um, i would consider what i'm doing with this guy dating yeah i think that's in that stage mm-hmm um, but we don't have any expectations, which is nice. So like, there's no expectation. I've seen that. That I'm, what? Uh, yeah, it's it, it feels that way. Yeah, there's no expectation that I'm gonna meet his friends or that he's gonna meet mine. Mm-hmm. It's like we're just going at a slow pace. I love that. Yeah, is what it is. Yeah, that's cute. Which is good. Yeah. I haven't even seen his house. <laughs> For sure. But I want to. One day. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Maybe never. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But for, for, okay, well, let's focus on well, like the mono, the single traditional monogamous. Yeah, which is what I've, what I've had the most like experience. Yeah. Doing. Or, or rather like us, the main partner. We'll just consider like a main partner. Um, for those that are also ethically, ethically yeah, non-monogamous. primary. Or, or poly, primary. Yeah. Uh, so is there like a situationship that you find to catch yourself in a lot or is it like, I don't know, like what's your favorite part? What's the awkward part? What's a conversation look like to you to get into that relationship? What makes you want to get into like into these things after a first date? Like we've already talked about green flags and some red it's flags. It's a spark. Like you were saying you were going to end things with this woman you were, you went on a few mm-hmm. dates with. I don't know if you'd consider her to be someone you were dating we got on a third date date with like dates with but 
you were listing, there was no Spark. fire. Yeah. I feel like it's just chemical. Like mm. it's biology. Like mm, primal. You ever just feel you around someone and you, they smell so good and you just can't get away from them because mm-hmm. you just get sucked back in those pheromones, baby. It's the pheromones. So they work, they repel you or they make you like a magnet Yeah, with each other. <laughs> I think the word is attract each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. It's very true, of course. But like, do you, is there something that you find consistent that like really, like, is there something that you're like that, that is boyfriend material or like girlfriend material? When they're toxic. Got it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No way, same. <laughs> well, yeah, used to be, yeah. Yeah, we're working I'm betting, on it. Yeah, I'm getting better on it mm-hmm. about it, but um, I don't know. You seem like you like this guy. I've only heard good things so far. Like, yeah, there's a couple of scenarios where it's just like oh, it's awkward, but yeah, like, I don't what? think there's no like real huge red flags. Mm-hmm. So it's chill. It's drama three. Drama. Drama three, baby. <laughs> it's drama three. That's uh-huh. <laughs> the the. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like drama and then drama the sequel and then drama three. Got it. But Got it, it didn't th- whatever. We we can move We're moving past. We can move. Editor cut this out, meaning Abby. <laughs> Abby's just again looking at the ceiling, contemplating life. Uh, okay, wait, <laughs> I wanna put I wanna throw some questions back at you. Okay, please. Um what is your like linear progression? Okay, so what I've seen on TikTok, this is not my thing. It goes texting to talking to dates to dating to situationship to or to like friends with benefits to situationship to relationship. Um, I don't know what most of those means. Yeah, it's a lot. For me, it's just been like I find someone attractive in like meaning I'm attracted to them and whatever that may be either like that spark or whatever. Um, and from there we hang out a good amount. We of course have sex. We have like this thing where we are into each other. I think you make a good point of like, once you bring them around friends, it's like, Oh, like I want this person to like be, somewhat more in my life than just like someone I see, you know, it begs the question, what are we just by bringing them around? Because your friends are going to ask what they are to you and you're going to want to introduce them to people as something you can't be like this. I mean, you could be, but it's, I think it's better to like get that out of the way before you meet or introduce them, Mm. meet the friends or introduce them to people. Yeah. I think it is good to have it beforehand. Can I introduce you as my girlfriend? Can I introduce you as my boyfriend? Okay. So then what about like if you're already friends and you're already in a friend group? What? So so then you're not introducing them to your friends. They they know each other. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But my point being is like, so you know, you never have to introduce them to your friends, right? Yeah. So you don't have to like have that conversation of what are we? So then when you're having sex with your friends and say like, you're just openly having sex with your friends, like some 
places some people do that i do that with my friends just like casually but then when you like start having consistent sex and like like intimacy with this person when do you then determine if your partners are not you see where I'm going? You have a this? conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, then what? you have to communicate. But of that course. makes you communicate because yes. then you can just fall into the dreaded mm-hmm. situation ship mm-hmm. or the dreaded friends with benefits. Yeah. I guess the huge, the main thing is just communicate. Say, hey, I like you. Do like, can we do this? Like, for example, yeah. when I got into my relationship with my ex, um, we like I we went to a board game night with like me and my two other friends who were dating at the time. Uh, it was just us four. We played games and we left and I were just sitting there in the car. She's driving. I like look at a billboard. I say something and I go, do you want to be my girlfriend? Or like, can you be my girlfriend or something along those lines? I feel like just that communication of saying, Hey, I like you. Can we do this? I feel like is much more defined. What made you want to ask that in that moment? Um, I liked her. She was fun to be around. Sex was amazing. Uh, she is funny. She can be funny. And all these different things, you know, I was like intrigued. She was like also kind of this hard ass that I was intrigued by. Um, a lot of, a lot of things, you know, there was this confidence that was more, uh, more than what I expected. And, but I was really attracted to the confidence, you know, also she's a climber. So that really mm-hmm. helped. I was like, obviously this is just makes sense. Or yeah. The whole thing or friend, like we're friends. We've known each other for years, all these different things. Years. Like we've, like we've known each other like pre pandemic. I actually met her around the first time when she, uh, started climbing. Like oh, I've known wow. her basically her entire, her entire climbing career. It's kind of funny. Wow. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, after years later. But so how long would you say is like a good amount of time to wait until you define the relationship? We waited about a month of like hooking up. Um I tend to move a little fast in that in that scenario, but we were also seeing each other a lot. It was also COVID, so you know, push things a little forward. Um yeah. I think probably definitely a couple of dates. I definitely want to bring them around. I'm really comfortable saying like, this is my friend, Abby, you know, like bringing, like bringing, for example, if we're dating, bring you along and saying like, this is my friend that I'm seeing. Yeah. My or, friend that I'm seeing. Yeah. Or this is Abby. Yeah. That's all, you know? Yeah, that's true. Just saying this is their name. Mm-hmm. And then if your friends want to be weird and like, ask them how to know each other. Yeah. Or they'll just bring it up to you afterwards. and Or honestly, if they're your friend, they'll know anyway. Exactly. They'll know everything about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they'll know exactly what page you're on more than <laughs> the page you know. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely. It's not like going behind that person's back, but just being like excited about this person. Like, hey, I'm going to bring this person along and I'm yeah. excited for you to meet them. Have you ever had like really weird interactions meeting people's friends or has it been like pretty good? I'm really good at talking to people. Um, you are. Yeah. I, 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 so unfortunately a huge part of that being 
in high school and grammar school, I got really good at just like being not offensive to anyone. Like I can put on what I called like different masks. Mm. So I can put on different masks and like be what someone else wanted to be. So I didn't have that much like conflict, but I did have things where, for example, like their friends were just weird or they made me feel uncomfortable and I didn't do like the awkward part. Most of the time, mm. like friends and parents like me because I can be amicable and social and like ask questions. Um, I'm also pretty good at like resolving conflict. Uh, like even if I don't like the person be like, I'm good. I don't want to talk about this anymore. That's fine. Can we move on? You know, I don't want to make a scene. I also don't like, I know that you're a part of this person's life that I'm really into. I'm not going to make them uncomfortable. I'm not going to make us uncomfortable. So I typically tend to not be the awkward one. Thankfully, thankfully. Um, but I've definitely had like my, <laughs> my ex was actually the one that made all my friends squirm. Like mm. I have so many of my friends that said, like came up to me after and go, like after we broke up and go, uh, yeah, dude, she was weird or she was mean mm. or she was rude. Like I actually had one friend, um, like we climbed, like it was me and my ex climbing together. And then, uh, we saw again, another two friends. One of them doesn't climb that well or like climb that much in general. And I was like, I haven't seen her in a bit, you know, talking, they're dating and we're talking. She eventually leaves like pretty quickly with him. I'm like, Oh, so quick. Like, I'm sad I didn't get to see you that much. Anyways, next time I see her, she goes, yeah, I didn't want to stay because I felt like your girlfriend was judging me. And I heard that. I was like, sorry, that's just her personality or that's her face or, you know, she has a resting bitch face. Mm -hmm. um, so that was consistent throughout all of my friends. Wow. Like all my friends that didn't know her originally. Yeah. Um, and I just like didn't see that for the longest yeah. time. Like I wish my friends are more direct about that and I wish I heard it better. Yeah. I had a conversation with one of my friends a couple of years ago before I got into like my last relationship. Mm -hmm. We were just like sitting around the fire and I said, if you ever meet like one of my partners, potential partners. Yeah. yeah and you don't like them or you just get really bad vibes. Like, please tell me. Mm -hmm. And we made that pact with each other. When was this? This was like 2021. Okay. I guess. Okay. Yeah. And so before your ex. Yeah. It was right before my ex. Yeah. Okay. And like everyone loved my ex before my last one. Yeah. Yeah. Which was why everyone was so surprised mm -hmm. when he turned out to be an incredibly huge asshole. Mm -hmm. But then the second one, no one really liked. Got it. Got and he it. was a kind of person that made people a little uncomfortable cringe yeah mm -hmm. he was cringy he made me cringe <laughs> he made me cringe he it really happens. did he really did yeah there are just people in the world that do that i had the ick a couple times but i pushed past it dude yeah i think that's i w so i've definitely told my friends like hey tell me to break up with my per like that person like tell me directly yeah i've I've made it. I need that. I need that too. And I will. And I'm that person to be like, Hey, you need to break up. I've told multiple of my friends, like you need to break up. And if, again, if you're listening, you know who you are. Like I've told multiple friends. You should tell me if that ever happens. I will. I did. I said to your face, I was like, 
you well you're on a break okay yeah when i did. first met like reconnected with you mm-hmm. i was like he sounds like he sucks i think i said something along those lines a couple of different yeah. times like i'm pretty direct when it comes to that so if someone tells that to me i know it's coming from a genuine place of like yo this person is mm. not good for you and i will never take that as like an attack like an attack on me for example um again same ex she and my friends like some of my friends that i hold really dear just like didn't get along and i noticed that and they're just like yeah we don't think your ex likes us um and she did it so i was like cool i just won't bring her around you know like i don't take that as an attack on me i just say like okay i respect that like there's there's something that doesn't need to happen here but i wish i heard it and that they said like you need to break up with this person because i won't say you're wrong uh, I won't say like you like you don't approve of the people I choose or like take it personally and get defensive. I'd be like, I will defend them like my partner, but I will never kick someone out for trying to help me because I know I have a good group of friends that will say what needs to be said. Mm-hmm. So I need people to be direct with me. Yeah. So you just wished that maybe they'd said that sooner. Yeah. And like my, I even told my therapist, I was like, why didn't you say that? She goes, I kind of did. I was like, no, I need you to be direct. <laughs> oh, like your therapist even was like, she wasn't right for you. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. And my psychiatrist, dude, it was really funny. Whoa. I remember telling my psychiatrist that we broke up and he's like, thank God, dude. Like we're oh so, <laughs> everyone's just rooting no. for you to break up. He's like, thank God you well, were praising her for doing like bare minimum stuff. I'm like cool thank you for that well, i'm glad you broke up I yeah guess. <laughs> yeah well it's it's like that part for sure but i just need people to be honest with me so that's why like i really value bringing friends around you know i also just like yeah i just want to bring the person that makes me happy around other people that make me happy yeah but then it is true like it is kind of the friend test yeah even if people don't want to admit it oh for sure like, oh it's just like whatever no, like you are kind of testing them against people that know you and that will watch out for you. And care yeah, for you. yeah. And you're like putting your relationship Unwind. in front of others outside of your own like bubble. Yeah. On the line, basically. Yeah. Bubbled in. You know? <laughs> Bubbled in. <laughs> Bubbled in. It's true. It's very true. There's definitely like a vulnerability there. Yeah. And. I don't know. Like it is a test in a way. It's kind of weird to say it like that, but it is kind of a test. How have you like transitioned friendships into dating or like, have you ever really, really liked a friend and then just been like, fuck it. I'm going to tell them. And like you get scared. Mm, I've never outright told anyone. Okay. Um, And I'm actually like having kind of this issue now. So it's like really interesting that you brought up. So like before I used to be really good at just saying like, Hey, do you want to go out? Like, do you want to go out? Let's go have drinks. Like, I just want like, just, I will say, let's go on a date, like specifically. Um, and sometimes it goes well. Sometimes we just start having sex. Uh, but it's, it's tricky because some people, again, my ex particularly don't want to show that you're having sex, like intimate with each other. I get to an extent. Like, yeah, you don't want PDA, especially when you're just early on and like dating, right? Like, 
you know, say you're friends and you hook up once or twice, you don't want to be like lovey on top of each other, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, there's different d- dynamics for everyone. Sometimes people like get loving on each other before they even hook up, whatever it is. Uh, just some people have like really weird criteria. Um, not weird criteria. Some people have different criteria. Um, and I think that that's a huge. So, but so transitioning friends, like showing that PDA early on and trans- transitioning from friends to like a relationship is just. A little bit more gray I find um, so it's really interesting like I'm I'm having that issue now because it's just like I've lost I've become more sensitive and become more timid I think in the last episode we we're talking about how I'm like the most confident and the most timid I've ever been because now I'm just taking less risk like less yeah less risks but I'm confident in the things that I do do. Uh, and now I said do do. Uh, and the things that I do. So. So mature. <laughs> so mature. Um, okay. So you're confident, but you're. Timid. Timid. And a huge thing is just like. It's weird. Yeah. It weird, is but weird. I just like, I feel like it's. A dichotomy. Yeah. I mean, humans are that all the time. But like I. So when it comes to like dating right now, the thing is, is that I'm really comfortable going up, talking to people, saying I like them, saying that I'm intrigued by them, but then like making moves, making like moves that matter almost, you know, like leaning in, kissing them. Like touching Antonio, them. making moves that matter. Making- TM. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so funny. But like stuff like that, you know, I was just, when I was younger, I was so much more confident going into it. I think part yeah. of it too is just like, uh, you know, a little bit more fear of rejection after going through different relationships and dynamics with different people. Uh-huh. Um, like having just like, putting myself out there in vulnerability and also just like not having the ability to like click with someone lately. Like it's either it's not sparked or I'm like too timid to work on something. You I know? think it's a good thing though. What? That you aren't clicking with as many people. Yeah. If that's what you're saying. Cause like sometimes I feel like I click with everyone that I date mm-hmm. and I rarely have a bad date, but that's not necessarily like a good thing. True. No, that's because fr- then nothing's special. Yeah, definitely quality over quantity. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that's like the men- the mental shift that I need. Yeah. Because so like I don't know when it's actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of just fall in love with everyone. Yeah, I do. Kind of deal. I yeah, mean, I yeah, I get it. I definitely do as well. Uh, me and my close friends can definitely all relate to that. Um, but it's. It's just weird because when I was younger, I just went after everything. So when I'm not as like sexually motivated right now, and I think that's a huge part, like the, is it like you're growing older? (laughs) I think I'm like, I, I, I really crave like a connection. And I think that sex is, I don't know how to feel about sex right now. That's like the huge thing. Like I'm not. Like sex isn't like the main priority right now. And it's really weird. I feel like you're just maturing. I don't think that's true. 
<laughs> okay. No, I'm totally joking. I think it's true to an extent. Um, but just have I, different priorities now. I, yeah, you're you're probably right there. You're probably right. Um, it's just, you know, I have friends that are extremely horny all the time, and I feel like most guys are. I just like it's so different because I'm so. I'm so different. I feel so freaking weird all the time. Um, so like having sex be like the main way that people connect and me not like wanting to have sex all the time is really difficult because like some, that's also how a lot of relationships start. You know, they start having sex and then you're like, Oh, I guess what are we? Well, I feel like you've said a few times that you are comfortable having sex with friends. You're comfortable having sex with people and it doesn't mean as much to you as just spending time yeah with someone that's true and like having quality time true and so i think that's where you're you're having like the cognitive dissonance of sex doesn't mean as much to you right now because you're focused on the connection which mm. doesn't mean sex to you mm. abby i love that so much yeah i'm gonna ponder that that's ponder gonna- that Dude, Melinda, my therapist, is going to fucking love that. No. <laughs> Dude, thank you. I'm Abby. Linda. Like, it's just you. That's who you are. And that's it's true. not weird. No, like, that's that's a really great point. I really appreciate that. That actually helps a ton because, like, again, I've talked to my therapist and, and she goes, what's the difference between, like, a partner and a friend to you? And I go, just commitment. She goes, what about sex? I'm like, that is about the same as me hanging out with them, you know? Like sex is really just more of an activity than, than like creating that, that real intimacy that people have. So there it is. There you go. Yeah. That's a good point. I think there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) I appreciate that, Abby. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Um, It's just different. It just feels different, you know, because again, we are also talking about like how, uh, for example, when we watch a movie with someone at our place, that means sex where I'm just like, no, I want to watch a movie. <laughs> like, yeah. And that is your quality time. Yeah. And like, I guess, quali- and it's really interesting too, because physical touch is like a huge love language for me. I think it's like quality or words of affirmation for sure. Quality time and then physical touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and like quality time and physical touch are pretty, pretty close together. But I feel like I've just like, I don't know how to express it to a lot of other people. Cause for a lot of people that means sex. Yeah. You know, interesting maybe we could go into the five love languages true like a good segue too yeah what are yours love um i think it's like it's definitely quality time number one mm-hmm. it means a lot to me 
And when I feel like I'm not hanging out with someone, then I'm like, I directly correlate it with they just don't like me because they don't want to spend time. We've talked about this yeah. where it's just like, I think you said after two weeks of not talking to a friend, you're like, this, they don't like me. Yeah. I'm like, they literally hate me. They, but then it's like, no, they're probably just busy. Yeah. And they, they're nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, like they just, that's the way that you receive it's love. Like they don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um, which is not true, but. Yeah. And yeah, people come back in after a few months even and yeah. they'll be like, Hey, thinking about you. Like, blah, blah, blah. you that literally you. just happened to me. Cute. And like, it was surprising to me because I thought this person just completely forgot about me and doesn't care. But yeah, it's like, that's not true. It's true. Yeah. It's not true. Not necessarily. Uh, you never know. I mean, people can forget about other people. You're not like their main priority. And yeah. so then once like they do care about, you, they do remember you. It's like, Oh, they actually, care like they yeah it's just like it's not like a test but rather it just no. like reveals another portion yeah and i forget about people like and that you care about that i care about I, they just slip my mind and then mm-hmm. i'm like oh shit mm-hmm. but anyway so then i think what are they let's just say what they are because quality time acts of service words of affirmation gifts and physical touch i think it's Quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch. Those are like very close. Close. Sometimes physical touch more. Because mm-hmm. again, it is hard for me to like think maybe people have ulterior motives. Yeah. yeah sometimes. Yeah. But. um. And then gifts then and acts of service. No, then acts of service, then gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't not care about gifts. I just don't really expect them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. For, yeah. Like I have a close friend whose top love language is gifts. Mm-hmm. And it's not that she expects them all the time. It's just like when she gets them, she goes, oh, you really thought of me. And this really fit me. And I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So like we're saying what, how we like to receive. Yeah. 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 I think it's interesting to also look at your chart and how you give love. Mm-hmm. I agree. It can be very different. I was about to ask you, yeah. what, what are your ways of showing love? I, it's interesting. Like I think gift giving is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you show that through your pottery. Yeah. Uh, Cause I like, you know, creative stuff. Mm-hmm. I make art pieces for my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, quality time. Quality time top still mm-hmm. then physical touch no okay for giving to others okay i think then it's gifts then it's physical touch yeah that's what i meant like so quality time gifts physical touch acts of service words of affirmation yeah Say words of affirmations at your bottom. Yeah. Okay. Because I just forget. To receive them or to give them? To give. Like to say it. Because I think that me spending time equals that's everything I could ever say. Mm. To me, I'm like, obviously I care. I want you around because I'm spending time. I That's actually really, you. I've heard that a lot. And that happens to a lot of people that quality time is like their number one way of showing and receiving love that they feel like they don't need to verbally communicate that 
Mm-hmm. Like that is their way of communicating their love. Where And it's so interesting because when you put it like that, it makes so much sense. But for people like me, where words of affirmation is like my top, it's really hard. I'm like, quality time just comes naturally. Like if I want to see you, I'm going to make time with you. Um, but I don't put it as high up as like words of affirmation. So it, and like, that was something that I have struggled with other people. I struggled with partners. I've struggled with friends and it's just like when you put it that way, it just makes so much sense. So thank you for the reminder. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to go into mine? Yeah. Okay. So for me, when I receive it's, uh, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, and uh, gifts. Kind of the same thing. Like if I get a gift, I know it means, like I appreciate it and I appreciate it a lot. It means mm-hmm. a lot. It, like out of all the orders though, that's definitely the lowest. Yeah. Um. But giving, I give a lot of words of affirmation, a lot of of access service, a lot of quality time, um, physical touch, and then gifts. Mm. Like, mm. Mm, yeah, like I really show a lot of love through verbal and verbal affirmations and, uh, like I'm going to do something for you. Cause again, it's not like quality time, but it's like my time is dedicated to you and you're, I'm putting you as a priority at the moment. Yeah. Therefore that is like my way of showing love. Like my, my time and my effort is a lot, it's valuable to me. So I want to do that to you, but I'm also going to say that. Yeah. That's exactly what I was saying too. Yeah. 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 I think like the main difference though is just like, I need a thank you from it. I need like a praise. I need like, I kind of have a praise kink. I think Uh, like that's where the quality Mm. or the words of affirmation come from. Like I, so you want to be thanked for your time. I want to be recognized and saying like, I appreciate you. It doesn't have to be for that task. I just need to hear that you appreciate something, you know? Yeah. Like either that you find me attractive, that you like being around me, that I, make you feel good that you're really supportive um anything you know like that is my way of receiving love just saying like because i know these things about myself but i'm really insecure when i don't know if someone else does that because i can naturally spend a lot of time with someone and not know if they want to spend time with me you know especially at like a climbing gym where we see our friends all the time Mm-hmm. You know, there's just like times where you're like, oh, I'm putting up with someone. So if they like actually give me words of affirmation, it means that they're not just saying shit. Well, yeah. like I would assume that they're not just saying shit. Like they're putting effort into it. Yeah. Um. So that's like my main thing. Uh, it's really, really interesting. Um, but one one thing that for me, I think I had to laugh at. So... You know, I'm on Hinge. Um, probably we'll get off apps for a little bit, but I'm on Hinge, and one of the prompts is like, "What are the words of F- or what's your uh, love language?" Mm. And in my brain, I was like, "Communication. Communication should be my love language." And then I thought about it more. I go, 
love languages are meant to be a form of communication. Yeah. Rather than like communication being that love language. Yeah. It's your way of communicating love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that one thing that I, the reason why words of affirmation are so high up for me is because of that verbal communication. I need that verbal communication. Mm. I think that's the thing. It's just like, I am very verb. Like I'm very word oriented. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we were talking about this in over Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which was like, when you, are you a verbal person or are you a visual person in your head? Like if I say, think of, or if I say like tree, Mm-hmm. Do you see a tree or do you see tree T R E in your in your mind? It flashed as the word and then immediately turned into a tree, like a ver- a visual tree. Like so I'm maybe both. <laughs> I'm very verbal. Like I'm very yeah. verbal. Like So verbal first. I'm fully verbal. Like when it comes <laughs> like <laughs> no joke. Like I am not your average male presenting human. Like like visuals, like those are cool. For example, like when I go out to events, I tend to close my eyes like and just dance. Like my world is my world. I think a lot, so that's why it's very verbal. Yeah, and like attraction is one thing, and but also eye contact can be kind of hard for me. Also, art doesn't always appeal to me. Mm-hmm. So all these different things, it's definitely art verbal. Art doesn't appeal to you? Not always. Oh. Like you have some great pieces, love. And if I like really appreciate art, it means like I it's I freaking like the art. Okay, got it. Yeah. Again, I was raised by women, so <laughs> they really emphasized on emotions. Yeah. Um, women speak I don't know what the t- statistic is, but it's like some like thousands more words per day than men. It's actually less on average. What? That's just more intentional. They've done oh. studies. It's actually I thought it was more. I from the studies I've seen, it's actually less, just with more intention. Oh, interesting. Because men will just talk. They'll just talk about shit, and especially like when men and women are like with each other, men tend to talk over the women. Yeah, and dominate the conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And then on top of that, like that means that they're getting more words in. Yeah. So that's the thing. My like, I don't know if it's more or less, but women's women. Women's words, wow, that was hard, uh, are way more intentional and mean more, which I appreciate, which is also why, like, I tend to be attracted, like, make friends with sensitive people. Um, yeah. What about you? Visual or verbal? What do you think? Obviously, so visual. So visual. So visual. No, very verbal. <laughs> No, I mean, I think I'm more visual than verbal. Why? Uh, I just like love colors and art. 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 Um, I've always expressed myself through visual mediums. Yeah, I was about to say also film too. Yeah. Yeah. Always expressed through creativity. I need to get it out of my body, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, I write, and I've always been a writer. Mm-hmm. I wrote like short stories since I was really little. Got it. I didn't know that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, makes I was sense. an English major. 
in college. Um, I won some English awards. Not to toot my own horn. Hell yeah. No toot it. Freaking toot toot. But <laughs> that was cringe. <laughs> anyway. Um, so very visual. Very visual. Maybe both. For sure. Although I can't really listen to like audiobooks. Can't listen to audiobooks. Because I will forget everything For that sure. ever happened. Literally same. Like I love podcasts. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I listened to two hour long podcasts about historical events. Mm-hmm. I could tell you maybe like a sentence <laughs> about it. I won't even remember anything. Got it. It just flows through my ear and not the other. I feel that. I mean, that's also why I love like EDM music because there's less words in it and it's more just feelings and emotions and, and very physical. Yeah. Like it just resonates in your body. So yeah. I totally get that. I, I love jazz. I, jazz is great. Yeah. God, I love jazz. It's just like pure movement. Yeah. Um, I love jazz EDM. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, that was my oh, neck. That was a good one. Oh, dude. I did not expect that. But I I get that. It's actually, did oh I tell you about like, I think part of the reason why I'm also not very visual is because... When I was a kid, I used to re- be really into drawing. Like I was really into art. I was really into art. And I was, you know, I was a kid. I just like did a lot of it. And it was like a safe space for me. But then in fifth grade, I like went to go show my peers. Note I don't say friends. My peers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my, I had a drawing book that I carried everywhere with me. Mm. And I showed it to them and they're all just like, that's really bad. And so I just like stopped drawing after that. And I became a lot less like visual because I just didn't put in like Uh. the mental energy. Oh no, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. It really fucked me up. And it's like hard for me to like draw and be creative now. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's like why I'm very, very verbal. You need that praise too. I fully need praise. You didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get it. People should have just been like, that's good. Like for, you know, a sixth grader. Like you don't have to be Picasso. I do. I was already the weird kid. There's like a whole lot of things there. We don't have to unpack it. We've definitely talked about it before, but it's. I think that if I had been in your shoes, I would have felt the same way. Fully, dude. Just Like, like. yeah getting rejected for getting it. rejected like because i feel like i the reason why i stuck with it is because i did get the praise mm. and so i don't know, just wanted sense. to naturally like keep doing it yeah i mean that's why i got into like stem you know i was really good at math and people were like you're really good at it i'm like cool i'll just keep doing this yeah um like with words i was not really good at it so then i they told me i was like all right cool not doing that <laughs> so for example with math I tend to see math as like numbers and letters and symbols. Like I don't see it as like visual representations and graphs. I think of it all as like, like what I see on the sheet when I'm writing stuff down. Um, Same with like books I read and I, it has to be like on like through words when I get like intimate with someone it has to be through words when I, and then like, what do you mean? Like when you get intimate with someone, intimacy for me is about like opening up again. We've again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sex isn't like like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sometimes I think like, you know, my brain automatically goes intimate with equals sex. Yeah. 
I mean, so a I lot like, of people. How can you have sex through words? I mean, there's praise, there's foreplay, there's all these different things we can go into if you want to, but I'm good for now. Yeah, I kind of figured, but like intimacy for me just means like a connection or like just showing love and and appreciation for someone. Um, it's not just sexual if it if it is at all. So, but words are so so important to me okay i think i got yeah i feel like i got that yeah so i guess when when what how why who where breakups yeah like when (laughs) when do you think is enough like you know there's different criteria we have for ourselves and different criteria we have for our friends you know just as we have different self-esteem and like praise and compassion for different people as for ourselves are very different what do you think is like or actually like where when you go through a breakup, what are the first things that you go through your head and how to move forward? It depends on if I'm the person breaking up with me or wait, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm the person breaking up with them or they're breaking up with me, mm-hmm. very different things go through my head. Fair. Why don't we talk about first when you're breaking up with someone? Yeah. Like what helps you move forward or like, how do you process the pain, the grief, the, the everything uh i try to do like a zen mentality meaning <laughs> meaning like uh i shouldn't force it whatever is meant for me will be with me okay and if this is the way it unfolded then that's how it should unfold just kind of like finding peace with that okay because whenever I go through a breakup, I have a lot of like anguish and turmoil and I'm like, what if I did something differently or what if blah, blah, blah. Okay. And so instead of like getting bogged down in the what ifs and in the endless questions and I'm trying to untie that knot, mm-hmm. just being like, I can't, I will never be able to untie this knot and that's okay. Okay. I hear that. Being like I do hear that. Okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sitting with those emotions and mm-hmm. And this is with you breaking up with someone. Both. I yeah. mean Okay. That's maybe more with like being broken up with, but Because it's a lot of processing, like what if, you know? When you're yeah, when you're breaking up with someone, there's maybe more what if because Really? You're the one that chose to end it, so you're like mm. Did I make the right decision? I find it to be the opposite. Hmm. Um, because like, what if I did this? Maybe they would have been fine or maybe I, they would have still loved me or cared about me or all these different things, you know, like mm-hmm. what if I was just different? What if I changed? What if, what if, what if like, then I can yeah, make this person true. happy, you know? Yeah. I feel it both ways. Yeah, of course. Like breakups are, losing someone and you're always questioning like was it a good choice 
am I better for it? Am I like worse for it? Um, hopefully it's always for the better. Um, like all these different things. It's really, really hard. So yeah, it's a lot of questions. What's helped me is I immediately put up boundaries. Meaning? Um, I put myself first. I love that. And like, I'm getting better at it with, and with breakups and stuff. I've seen it. Where I will just, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. literally your last ex, I thought you were yeah. doing really well and I've, and I was really about good it. at that. Yeah, yeah, you were, you really were. When I was over, it was, it was over mm-hmm. um, for me, mm-hmm. but I will like mute them on everything. Okay. I won't unfollow because yeah. unless like I really need to, but I think that unfollowing is kind of making, giving them the power in a weird way. I hear that. I do hear that. Yeah. I really do hear that. And it's, it's, it's hard to explain. Mm. It's really hard to explain. It's just like you're telling them you literally can't bear to see. It's like losing. Or be, yeah. It is like losing and they don't know if you mute. So like to everyone out there, <laughs> pro tip mute, you can unmute them. Mm-hmm. But if you unfollow, that's it. Like it's, if you want to follow them again, it's yeah. like you're crawling back. Yeah. Or like it's, it's a pointed thing and they'll, they'll see that they'll get that notification. Mm. But then there's also the thing of if you unfollow them, and then they unfollow you. They don't see that follow back. And they're like, what? She already unfollowed me. How dare she? Mm. You know? So I think like not playing games is, I think muting is really smart. Yeah. You know, there's definitely a lot of games to be played. Please don't. But like muting is really smart because it's also just like, you know, you're going through a lot of emotions. There's like, mm. like, I think it's a very small adjustment that goes a long way. Yeah. Mute stories, mute posts, even go as far as muting their friends. I've done that. I've muted like all of their friends Mm -hmm. because I just didn't want to even see the person, them like, yeah, let's say they show up in a photo and I'm, then I spiral again and I'm Mm -hmm. like, what are they doing? They're going out. They're happy. Mm -hmm. Um, and you never want to fall into the trap of like looking at their stories because then lot. they see that they're like specifically on Instagram. Oh, I forget about that all the time. You can see who's looking at your stories. Yeah. I just kind of go through. I'm just like, oh, well, I'll be fine. So right. great for get right for the reminder. Now my brain is going to be like, fuck. Everyone can see. Yeah. So everyone can see. I'll notice like I will notice them looking at my stories. Got it. And I'll be like, hmm. Okay. I think the main reason being like I don't post that much and then when I do post a story I don't pay attention to it. I actually like forget I post it. Mm. So Yeah, you don't post a lot. No, I don't. But, but Venmo? What? Venmo, I mute. You look through your Venmo? No, I don't. You like look through the transactions? No, I don't. Okay. But I don't want any Reminder. Remi- I don't want to know at all. Like You go through the Venmo. I love that. Yeah. Or I'll just unfriend. Yeah, yeah. Because people will be put, like, people are putting their transactions out there. That's and true. I've seen an ex 
I, I saw his transactions and I was like, okay, like he's dating another person. Mm. Like you see those, those back and forth, like Got cute it. little like coffee emoji or like a date. And I'm like, fuck, that just makes me feel horrible. Got it. Got it. I never yeah. thought about that. It makes sense. It makes sense. Like truly yeah. no tea, no shade, but <laughs> actually, no tea, no shade. But I thought I was just like, wow, I never even thought about that. I guess. Yeah, I tend to like unfollow um, because. Oh, you fully unfollow. Yeah. Huh. Like with actually with one of my exes, she followed me back. She followed me like out of nowhere. I'm like, interesting. And I took a while. I was like, do I want this? And eventually I followed her back and I was just like, okay, this is obviously not as big of a deal as I made it to be. Um, yeah, that's true. You know, like it's just a little button It is a little button. But like definitely, and I'm not triggered by her. She's not triggered by me apparently, which is great. So I think that's also like a specific scenario. Everything's going to be different. Yeah. I think the unfollow, then the follow back after some time yeah, is healthy. Mm-hmm. Cause then you can both be like, okay, we're cooled off now. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the most, like the biggest part is just like not making rash decisions. Like so yes. big decisions. Like I have a friend who's going through a breakup right now and he always makes big decisions mm. every time. I'm like, yo, you should not do that. Like I'll tell him, way. I'm like, we gotta, we gotta. <laughs> like grand gestures or no, what? Like he wants to throw everything away. He oh, wants no. to like fly out there. He wants to. Uh, like he's such a sweetheart. He's such a sweetheart. He just has like such big emotions. Um, and he doesn't know how to process them all the time. So I'm like, listen, you have to feel these things. And he just wants to like get them out. He wants, he wants like act. So he doesn't have to feel it. And I see, and I think like once we step down those big, like those big acts, then we can start to really see what's going on in our emotions and feel them and process. And then we're like, okay. Happy we didn't do that. For example, like some people delete all their photos of their ex. Like I'm, I don't. Like I, on social media or just on your phone? Both. Yeah. Uh, like I don't, like social media I kind of get, like you might want to like redact that. Oh, this person did this to me or like at this specific time there was something really triggering. Um, but like on your phone, I don't think like, I personally don't delete anything because I consciously make decisions to take photos because I want to remember those things. And this person was a part of my past. And even if it's like for the worse, I need that to remember, like I enjoyed that and I can make that thing my own without this person. Yeah. It's a healthy way to look at it. It's hard, dude. Like sometimes swiping back all like up to the beginning of my like photos and I see my exes. I'm just like, this is rough, dude. Yeah. For me. It's like exposure therapy almost. <laughs> it is. Uh, for me, what I've been doing is a lot of people forget. You can just archive photos mm-hmm. and you can always come back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I will Smart. archive all of them on social media. Um, and because I just I don't want to erase them. Yeah. But I, you know, just don't want to see them right now. Yeah. But then what I've been doing that I think is really healthy is I will get rid of all of the photos of them or anything that reminds me of them on my phone mm-hmm. and I will put them on my computer in a folder and like with their, their name, like for another day, Got like it. I won't delete it forever, mm-hmm. but I'll just, I don't want it 
easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I know that there's like a hidden folder on your phone. I don't know mm. if you can like hide an entire folder. I think that's like for nudes. Oh yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, for sure. I definitely have a hidden folder for that. Yeah. But I don't know if you can like put other photos like Maybe, into yeah. a group and then hide that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't want my ex showing up while you're looking nudes. at your nudes. But <laughs> like, really like you don't have uh, nudes of your ex. Is that what you're saying? Um. Not really. I mean, nothing to like keep. That's fair. Whatever. Whatever. I always forget that I have a hidden folder. I'm like, oh yeah, this is fun. Kind of go through. I have a lot, like I have some of me. I have some of my partners. I have some of friends. I'm just like, oh, so you keep those. So yeah, yeah. Wh- how do we feel about keeping nudes of partners? Uh, that's hard. Yeah, it's really true. hard because I think that there's an. For me, it's like an understood thing of like, if you're going to send something to someone, this can literally end up anywhere. Mm-hmm. That is always the risk of anything. We we're taught that when we we're kids, when we were being exposed to the internet. If you take a photo, it can show up anywhere. The whole thing. If you have your webcam on, yes, the whole, like everything. For me, I'm comfortable sending like my body to an extent and you know, I'm also really comfortable with my body for the most part uh, in specific scenarios. So they can keep those photos of me. And I would assume that if they're going to send it to me, then granted nothing like terrible goes wrong. It's just like a breakup that's normal. Then uh, I'm going to keep them. But do you ever look back on them? Sometimes, yeah. You're not together. I'm just yeah. like, that was really fun. Like, that was really fun. That was a good time. Or, yeah, she was really hot. God damn it. Or, damn, I miss her sex. Like, again, one of my exes, I've definitely, like, was some of the best sex I've ever had. And it was consistent. Probably why we stayed together for so long. Wow. But, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's just, like, a lot to it. You shared a lot of intimacy with that person. And. That's why breakups are hard for me. Because yeah. it feels like a death. And it's, like. It's grief. It's grief. It's a and loss. It, I have a hard time reconciling. Oh, you were such an important part of my life and now you're nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's really hard. It's, dude, like, grief is so hard. And, and it can even be for the best and you still just can struggle through it. Um, how do you feel about keeping... Like, have you stayed friends with any of your exes? Yeah. How's that going? One of my exes in particular, it's good. We care a lot about each other, mm-hmm. but the conversations a lot of times like veered towards sex. Interesting. So it doesn't feel like he's really a friend, you know? Yeah. Like waiting. Yeah. It is like, we know that if we're in the same city. Heard. Yeah. Heard. So it's difficult. Um, and like we've been in relation, many relationships since we dated, Mm. maybe not many, at least like a couple. Yeah. It's been a couple years, Okay, but we've stayed friends and like whenever we're not in relationships, we kind of gravitate towards each other. Yeah. Cause it's it's like we just go back. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I do get that. That's hard. But then it's like, we, you know, we wish the best for each other and it's cute. It's cute. It's nice. It's safe. It's familiar. It's very familiar. I'm happy that it's like 
not weird at least i don't think no and like whenever we get into a thing mm-hmm. we will tell each other yeah. which is interesting it's like we have the we feel the need to like say that yeah i mean it's like having a friends with benefits but without the sex yeah it's like hey i'm getting into this thing like yeah that is i think it's also just fair to have like with any of your sexual partners you say even past sexual partners like and they're still in your life and important and that's like something to consider you say hey i'm gang with this person um it's just i think it's a courtesy especially if you're like in a relationship and you're like talking to someone else and like getting intimate with them as well you need to talk about it sexual health whole thing like that's yeah that's a different conversation but and it's like i it's a courtesy and it's just giving a heads up that our relationship is just going to change um different dynamic different boundaries i'm probably not going to be talking to them it's weird. Like I just probably am not going to really be talking to him if I'm in a relationship that much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want him to think that it's anything about him. Well, it is. Yeah. But it's not having to do with, it's not directly related to him. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, so I've always wanted to be friends with my exes and I think I have an opportunity to be friends with one of my exes, but I've just found to like, I, so I talked to my therapist about it and she, and I brought up like the scenario. One of my exes is like really, again, isn't triggered by me. Actually two of them are not like, they're very fine with it. They're very fine with me. They want the best for me. Um, and like, I definitely want the best for at least one of them. Uh, <laughs> but it just like didn't work out. It was just timing. I was in a mental like tornado uh so i just like need to end things there so there's like really no too big of ill will but she wants she's like comfortable with me and i think she wants to be friends but i just don't think i want that like not because of her but just because it's so much more energy and sensitivity around something that is work that doesn't make me happy and I might be speaking too soon, but it's just like a lot of, it's nothing against her. Let's get that straight. It's nothing against her. It's just like, I'm surrounded by people that make me happy right now, but people that support me and love me. And I'm sure that she would do the same, but I would also just like have this extra layer. There's also like, just this extra layer of, of like tiptoeing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. When you're around someone, you like like that, in the context, you you feel like you have to cradle their feelings mm-hmm. a little bit more, mm-hmm. be more sensitive. Yeah. About what you say. There's just maybe. Yes, and I don't know. I just feel like it'd be a lot more work to. I just feel like it'd be a lot of work. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. I don't need it. It is a lot of work. She's a sweetheart. I just. But you have a lot of friends and, you know. Yeah. You just don't need another one, maybe. I, yeah. That's really what it comes down to. I'm just like, I'm good with my friend group. I'm good with my support system. I love it. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky to have, like, the people in my life. Um, You being one of them, happy, of course. But. Yay. Yeah. You too. Thanks, love. Right back at (laughs) you. Thanks, love. So much love. So much love. But 
I just, I think like exes are just weird, dude. I love having people in my life that I can love so deeply and that they show me how much I can love and that love is scary and that love is vulnerable and that love is the best thing in the fucking world. Um, I just don't know if I want people that I've hurt or have hurt me in my life after the fact. Yeah. Once it crosses a line, it's really hard to build that friendship back again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dude, relationships are weird. That's why we're talking about it. I guess that is why we're talking about another episode. Another episode. We didn't even really talk about therapy, but Uh, I guess we did. We like bring it up. Yeah. I don't know. We just talk about thoughts. We talk about therapy. Yeah. We can talk about thoughts and therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not too mad about our conversations. I think I think I'm tired. I think I'm reaching that point. Yeah. A lot of emotions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Always so many emotions. Always like so much love and like and and feelings and and so much more than I thought I would sign up for in a podcast. But Me too. Yeah. Why did we choose like the most vulnerable things to talk about? Because who else are we going to talk to them about with? I know. You know, like, and like, this is like real vulnerability, dude. It is. Like saying, hey, these are my thoughts. These are my feelings. These are my experiences. World, take them as you yeah, please. I'm going to put them out there. Yeah. And it's, and it's with scary. My on them. Oh, yeah. It's really scary. But I am so happy we got to do this. Yeah. I'm me so too. happy. I am scared but so happy. Yeah, love. I'm also scared. <laughs> Period. Full Period. stop. <laughs> I'm just scared. <laughs> oh, I get it, dude. Yeah. But we'll have each other. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Things will come and go. People will be supportive. Some people will have criticism. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. We love them. We love them for who they are. And we love you, dear listeners. We love all of you. You're all amazing. You're all beautiful. You're all just like so competent and smart. Go find the person that mm. makes you happy and hug them. Give them You're a kiss. All little squishies. Squishies indeed. Yeah. We love you. We love you. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>